so when we created the podcast, right, we sort of had this intention of we what what even were we intending to talk about in general? I think we initially started because we we like we we spent a lot of time near each other, and a lot of that time eventually just broke into like forty minute periods of us just talking about once yeah about like one specific topic or something that like frustrated us or something mm-hmm. um and i think we kind of started off with the mindset of like keeping a idea running but i don't think that'll work and i don't want it to work no. because i i don't because thi- there's only so much that you can do with any given topic yeah and uh, i think that we are kind of changing the way we look at things. And I think this is probably coming a lot with uh, us growing up Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit mentally. Because I I think that at the, at least for me, at the beginning of the show, I kind of viewed it as maybe like a way to kind of get things off my chest because I, I was probably a little bit more frustrated with the way that things were going mm-hmm. but i don't necessarily care now yeah um and i think that's you know a really a really good reason for that is because i'm out of school and the right. effects of being in school aren't on me especially the person effects you know mm-hmm. where you might get frustrated by somebody or you might right. you know end up being just frustrated about something in general and you get fixated on that idea Mm -hmm. and i think that it's kind of interesting because um like i've always thought that i didn't really like have a lot of opinions about like so like socially like because obviously it's like oh well this person is whatever whatever or this system like the like the stuff that we're doing and the stuff that people do to us in the most general terms right i thought i just didn't really care i guess but um what's interesting is that this show allows me to like realize well no my brain's thinking i'm just not consciously thinking about it right yeah so i've been able to like think about things in a more meaningful way which is really interesting yeah I I definitely feel that too. It's just that I think that something I I want to get away from is that we, so far we've been treating this as something fairly serious, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think if we treat it as something fairly serious, we're probably gonna get a little bit burnt out at some point of it, right? Um, it, we're 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 so we're so focused, right? Yeah. That eventually we're just gonna end up. Like being at a point where we're like, oh well, I have to go report record the podcast, and then it's just gonna be like an hour of like sitting here brooding about something. Right. I don't know. Um, I I I actually like still look forward to recording because, like that that's pretty. This is pretty much like the most, uh, social interaction that I have with anybody outside of my family. Like, yeah. At all. I I definitely understand that because, like, I I think I'm I think. I'm, I think I've unknowingly made myself a very, very socially deprived person, which is very no, I, sad. 
I understand that completely. Well, because I'm, I'm going out more comparatively this summer, and I'm having more fun. It's just mm. that, like, there, there's a certain part of me that gets, like, fixated on on small stuff that, like, are big aspects of my life. Like, mm-hmm. I still have AP classes to do because I'm a bad student, and I don't know how to focus correctly because I'm, I'm a good student. At the end of the day, I'm an idiot. Um, We're all idiots. It's okay. I'm a good student, though, so I got done with all my classes. Okay, Never you mind. don't have to rub it in. That hurts. All right. I Look, still have, I like, just... 20. I still have <laughs> like 25 assignments to do Look, in one class. Look, I was surprised, too, when I was going to finish Chinese 2 on pace. All right. Like, <laughs> Chinese 1, I had to spend, like, I'm pretty sure until the end of, like, June, or maybe July, even, finishing the class. And that was the, that was before I decided to, to take my my work by the or take my actions by the reins and really control what I'm doing, which is which is so interesting to me because I have no clue how to do that. Uh, it it's, it legitimately get... took it took me three days to finish an assignment that was literally writing one paragraph. Well, hold on, right? Because Chinese 2 was pretty much like a, it, I mean, it was a foreign language class, obviously, but the assignments weren't really that good at all. So I was able to, like my pace, right? Because I felt that I I just, sometimes I don't want to work and that's okay. It's just that I don't want to go off of pace and I don't want to care about having to meet a pace. So my my work was basically boiled down to do one assignment a day because the assignments weren't really that substantial and then sometimes if you don't want to do anything that's fine because doing one assignment a day is still above their recommended pace so even if i miss a week i'll still catch up eventually yeah but but what's confusing to me about that is that like i'm i know i have to do stuff especially now because i have no other focus Right. Like the only days I'm consistently working on something are Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. And and so like I know I have to do something and I have the time now. I could legitimately work up and wake up, not work up, wake up and walk to my computer and start working, but I'm not. Which is right. confusing to me because I know I have to do stuff and that thought is present in my head. Like so so what what do you think? Let's let's do let's do a little bit of a therapy, right? What do you what do you think goes through your mind when you think that you, when you know that you need to do something when the thought comes across to your mind, oh, I need to do this, but you just don't. So there are three big thing things, right? So I'll get to the computer, and I can't focus. Mm-hmm. So I I sit down and I look at the assignment and I open it and I start like a one note thing, and I start working on something. And I just can't focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and my focus tends to get better at like late night, like right one to three a.m. is when right. I'm most focused. And ah. I think that's partially because I can slow down when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but a large portion of it is that I sit down at the computer and I can't focus and I can't really think straight as far as okay, I need to accomplish this goal. Mm-hmm. The See, next thing the, is the, the sweet spot thing of like finding a specific time is pretty much exactly what I figured out too. 
because there are certain activities that I know I need to do, like Chinese too, which to me were very grindy and didn't really like it didn't really require much like cognitive action, right? So those I was able to do um, very early in the morning. It was it's the first thing that I did like uh, every weekend and like every non-school day, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was tired, but it didn't really matter because uh, it was grindy enough. The, the The work was grindy enough that I could just do it and then my brain wouldn't complain that I'm doing something that I hate because I'm too tired. And then, mm-hmm. like, so, the, so the, there are, like, different levels of, like, uh, like, like, cognitive effort, right? And obviously, that changes with the day because, you know, you're spending energy to be awake, right? So for, for me, I've noticed that I really get things done that things that require a lot of thought like if i'm trying to learn something like if i'm doing research like oh i need to read this thing and i need to process it and actually like understand what i'm reading that to me that sweet spot of where i can get things done lies from two to maybe five Hmm. so if i'm going through things like going through things in my head, planning out the next day, I will evaluate my the, the amount of effort, mental effort that I will have to put through in order to do it. And based off of that, I will assign how to, like I, I will cho- choose where to do it and at, at a specific time. And, and, and I, I completely understand that, right? Because mm-hmm. I tried it. Like I tried to do the whole time blocking thing, and like not, I would... not even time blocking though. Like uh, on a more like more free form level, just knowing when you'll want, knowing when your sweet spot for doing specific things is is a pretty pretty weird thing. Because I I like I I've tried a lot of different stuff to get myself organized. Mm-hmm. He, the the second biggest thing that I combat is laziness, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, doing nothing is always going to be so much better than doing something. Yeah, um, oh, definitely. Or and the third thing I I do is I'll do something else. So mm-hmm. I know I have homework to do, but I'll just either like go hang out with a friend or I'll go do laundry or something. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've tried so many different things to try and get myself around this hump, like right. of of being focused and getting my goals accomplished, right? But at the end of the day, like no matter what I try, I tend to just end up getting back to the same system, mm-hmm. which is I just end up sitting down at the computer Not at all. Yeah, and I'll, or I'll end up sitting down at the computer. And I'll look at it and I'll go, something really needs to get done here. Mm-hmm. And that's when I can focus. Right. Because I've effectively guilt-tripped myself into being able to work. Mm-hmm. Which is odd to me. Because I, I, I'm constantly aware of how much I have to do and how much I need, like I want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I have a lot of systems set up for myself, like using a to-do list app or, you know, I what I always do when I go to do an assignment for any class, regardless of of like what it is, what subject matter it is, I go and I look at like what's up next on the like I guess you could call it the docket that I had I put up air quotes there. Yeah. Um but like if I'm going on to FLVS and I'm looking at what I have to do, I go first to where the grade book, like the the not the grade book, the submission yeah section. And I look at that and like if it says you need to do six point four next, I'll look at six point four. If I don't think I could do six point four right now, I'll look at six point five. Right. And then I have to wager between the two as to which one I will actually do. Mm-hmm. So what I mentioned earlier about doing taking three days to finish one assignment, which was just writing a paragraph, was um, an assignment for AP Lang that I just need to write a paragraph about the American dream. Right. And it was between that and doing an FRQ, right? And I yeah. don't have issues with FRQs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like I haven't found myself willing to do them Uh and i don't know why i just can't like i I don't i can't bring myself to just sit down and do an frq Mm -hmm. that's really interesting yeah because i mean obviously i felt that before but i don't really i don't really know how to combat that i don't really know if that was a good way to combat that so i just like my brain has knee-jerk reactions to me doing stuff i don't want to do mm-hmm. so because i at the end of the day i just don't like working like i don't like yeah. doing stuff nobody likes working most people don't like working i don't like working there's a few things that i enjoy working on mm-hmm. like i i find it really fun to work in my church and like work with with kids and do that stuff like talking with people is mm-hmm. it's something i like i find genuinely enjoyable right but like if i'm at my computer and I like look at uh, an assignment and I have a clear path to do it and I just don't want to do it I nine times out of ten will just stand up and walk away right and so I've attempted to set up a ton of different ways to combat that so I used like apps like TickTick and Todoist and so I've changed up my approach to that so Mm -hmm. you know if if it's I've boiled it down to, um, like using like Tick Tick is for school stuff and stuff like work that I need to have a focused view on because right. if I don't, I'm gonna have more trouble trying to sort out what I need to do there than yeah. if I just could do it. Right. So like stuff that like reminders, I I use the reminders app on my phone, or I I use like a I, a third party thing for it. It's this thing I found called Momento, mm-hmm. but like I'll use that as a way of reminding myself like okay you need to go like like go like to, right now is the time that you need to go put like your like you need to go do like your mm-hmm. face stuff and you need to go brush your teeth right i still don't pay attention to it mm-hmm. right and i i've like battened down like everything so i'm i'm only getting notifications from stuff that matters and i need to focus on like getting a text from like, you know, a family member, I need to pay attention to that, or I need to pay attention to a text from my friend. But I will literally be on my phone all day or all week. I have, like, the metrics to, like, look at this. Like, 
I spent so much time like watching TV and watching this stuff, and I just still let stuff fall behind. Right. And I've set up so many like systems to let stuff not fall behind, but mm-hmm. it doesn't work. That's and funny. I've put a lot of time and effort into this idea, and I still don't understand why it doesn't work. Because I've done everything from trying to do list apps to to wagering out like different methods of actually focusing myself to right. to like getting rid of my phone and doing all that stuff and and you know writing a sticky note with all the stuff I need to do that day mm-hmm. and doing everything I can to just sit down and focus. So but at the end of the uh, day, it still doesn't work. I'm gonna ask a question, right? Mm-hmm. So. Sitting where you are right now, right? What are the different types of things that you could just literally stand up from recording the podcast can do right now with anything that you have available? So I have, I have the way that my room is set up is that I have like my desk, which is where my laptop is. I have a Surface Go that I use for most stuff. And that's hooked up to a monitor, like my keyboard. I have a sound system there, stuff like that. Um, that's where I do like pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there, what distracts me is probably pretty much my phone and the internet. Um, right. But like, if you're sitting at my desk, to the right of that is my dresser, which is also where I have everything for the podcast set up. Mm-hmm. So I have my old laptop set up here. And I have a soundboard set up here, and I have the mic set up here. And, right. Um, so there, there's nothing really to do. Like, to f- un- like, I boiled it down to the thing that distracts me the most is just laziness. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what I'm using to be lazy. Because I could be being lazy and still being productive, in my head at least. So if I'm... If I decide to not work so I can go do laundry or something, I'm still technically being productive. I'm just being lazy. Right. You're still trying to avoid the thing that you wanted to focus on. Yeah. Or, like, you know, if I know I need to do schoolwork, but I focus on something else that matters, but it, it's just not what I need to do. It's In my head, it's being lazy and it's unproductive. Mm-hmm. Right? So nine times out of ten, what distracts me, though aside from being productive and doing other stuff is I'll just fall onto my bed and watch TV for like hours at a time. And then I realize I need to go do work. So I stop doing that. And then I'll sit down on the computer, but I like, I'm like, well, um, I'll start working on something and then I'll look at my phone and I'll start watching TV or something. And it doesn't work regardless because if I'm not watching, if I'm not doing something on my phone, I'll pull it up on the computer or I'll do something. Right. Um, and, and this was this was a big frustration to me right when school ended because I I made it a point that on my laptop, the one I take to school and the one I do most of my work on, I wouldn't put any games or something on it. Mm-hmm. And so I had a very quick downward spiral, um, which started with solitaire. Um, right. So it started with you solitaire. You can't because it's a Microsoft default program. Uh, that's really, really, really funny, actually. So 
I started with solitaire, and then I would just progressively give so much of my time to school at it to it, and then I, like towards like the last week of school, I just like you and our friend Trevor were playing Minecraft in class, so I installed Minecraft and I would just play right. that, and so, like I don't now that I'm home, like and I'm working at home, I'm not doing that. Like I'm not stopping. I, I I've legitimately haven't played video games since the start of the school the end of the school year. Right. That that time, like the last day of school when we played Minecraft together was the last time I played a video game. You've just been doing other things. Yeah. You've removed one of the other things that you could be doing instead of work, but there are still many other things that you could do. Yeah. To get you away and from work. So like it doesn't like my when I'm sitting at my desk, my switch is 100% of the time visible mm-hmm. because it's right underneath my monitor. Right. But I don't play it. Mm-hmm. I just don't. And so, like, that focus issue to me, like, it's indicative of something. Because it's not that it's not that I'm being pulled away from the work and it's right. not that outside circumstances are preventing me from working. You it's are doing that to yourself. Yeah. Uh. So there's nobody to blame it on but me. Mm-hmm. And so I've set up myself with like a lot of, like I said, I've given myself a lot of different methods that I can actually work. I have, you know, I have a, a good mouse that's meant for work and you know I have it that I like you know all my copy and paste stuff is set up there and I have like a widget that always has my to-do list open in the corner of my screen so that way I can see what I need to focus on and you know I can quickly just kind of select stuff off that I'm done with mm-hmm. but it still doesn't work and so this is something I I've come to terms with because and I don't like the fact that I've come to terms with right it's horrible yeah really bad really really bad it's very detrimental to just working in general yeah and and this isn't to say that my primary goal in life is to work because it's far from it like Mm -hmm. the I I don't my my focus in life isn't what I'm working on. It's what I want to do. So the issue is that... That you, as, don't, you don't enjoy the things that you have to work on. Yeah. Yeah. And so the more I don't enjoy them, the less I'll do them. Mm-hmm. And then they build up. You know? Right. And so... The only way stuff gets done is if I do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nobody else that'll work on my online classes. There's nobody else that'll, you know, do clean my room. There's nobody that'll do my laundry. Mm-hmm. So I have to do it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I have to. I, there, there's, you can do it. Yeah. It's just an issue of do I want to? That's interesting. And, the answer is always, I don't want to. Right. And, like, it, it's weird because I sort of have that. 
but it, if there's even like because like when, when we had history assignments right like it was pr- it was surprisingly easy for me to just work on it without really like thinking about it too hard right because it's mindless well yeah but even then i still didn't want to do it but um it was something that i was just easily able to do but even things like um like uh when we had to make the the do's and don'ts video right Hmm. that's sort of a bad example because i actually sort of enjoyed doing that huh it's very difficult to do things that you really don't want to do you can't force yourself to do it which is so so sad because you have your rational mind that wants to get these things done but then you have the rest of your mind which really really doesn't i i i think that what what my big issue is is that like i i get focused on the things that i think could make me work mm-hmm. like i i'll spend hours looking for like a notes app that'll work for me mm-hmm. or you know looking for a better to-do list or looking for something you know cuz i think um I, I did a lot of I, I did a little bit more research into like more like organizational systems for for doing work and and doing like getting work done, but it, it's kind of interesting because I don't know that, that that sort of feels productive to do, but that really isn't work, right? That's just once you have a system set in place, it's sort of just like administrative. You like like a, a lot of the things that i that i've seen from like reading about like different organizational systems and how they work and how they will prob- and how they're beneficial um they always say that uh like you know part of doing work is actually doing the work right which is a stupid thing to say but i don't know i've sort of uh like grown out of the phase of me trying to to look for tools that will like allow me to be more productive and i guess i've just been putting more focus into actually just biting the bullet and getting it done i guess because hmm. like i like where, where i am right now right I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with like how i work I have a pretty solid system that I know that I work well under, so I never feel like um, I'm not, I never feel like I'm doing something fundamentally wrong that could be fixed in order for me to do, to get more stuff done, right? I feel like that you're in the phase where you feel like you um, are, like, you, you feel like there's just something, there's something there that, like, there's, this just like silver bullet that's gonna cure everything that's gonna like make you so much more productive but even after you tried all this stuff you still come back to it you still come back to your original system so i think that says something about how effective that actually is compared to trying new things i i just think that 
my issue is that I know at the end of the day, there's the system doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, whether I'm using, you know, if I'm using an app like TikTok or I'm using an app like Todoist or I'm literally using a sticky note that I'm writing everything I need to do mm-hmm. on. Just a piece of paper. This The system doesn't matter. What matters is me. Mm-hmm. And what matters is a mindset. Right. Because to me, right, if I'm dead tired and I, I have something to do for school, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Because, I, you know, I, I can rationale that I'm tired and, you know, at the end of the day, what I'm probably going to do now isn't going to be quality. Mm-hmm. But there have been days where I'm doing stuff that I actually care about, right? Where, whether it's, you know, when, when I felt a lot more focused on robotics or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, working at an event or something. And it, it's something that I legitimately care about. There are days when, you know, I've been up for 18 hours and the idea of, of just starting to do more work doesn't phase me at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and that focus, not necessarily focus, but that drive is there and that and there's no incentive because, you know, I, I'm not getting paid for it. I'm not you're, receiving you're anything. For it. Yeah. I just want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I I want to find a way to make myself want to do stuff that is mm-hmm. not fun. Mm-hmm. Because that, that, that is a very important skill. Because there are yeah. many things in life that you will need to do that aren't fun. And to me, you know, if it, if it's something I care about, like setting up tables and rolling out chairs and, and you know, going, you know, outside in the middle of the summer to to set up tarps or something mm-hmm. that doesn't matter because to me it's something i care about and it's something i want to do and so it's worthwhile in, in that time it's it, there there's there's nothing i'd really rather be doing because i i know that what i'm doing you know especially at something like church or or when we're doing an outside event for robotics mm-hmm. what i'm doing what i'm doing will benefit somebody right you know, because to me, like, if something benefits me, I honestly could care less. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I especially like school and stuff. I don't when when I go for like a position in a challenge that's you know like leader focused. It's not that you know I want to add something to my school resume or like my you know mm-hmm. something like that. It's not mm-hmm. that I want that. It's that. I want to be able to help. Right. I, I know that, you know, some of my friends don't work well unless they're, you know, there's somebody like me that can help them mm-hmm. because they don't get help from a teacher that's screaming at them. They don't get help from that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I can buckle down and I can walk up to them and be like, hey, dude, you know, none of us are having fun with this but I need you. That motivates me beyond anything else mm. because I'm, I want to help somebody and I want to do something that matters. Mm-hmm. And it's actually 
you know, a good use of my time. Right. You know, and the, that context doesn't matter because I will feel that same drive to, to talk to my friend and have them, like, help them through that in something I don't care about, like the haunted house. Right. Because I don't celebrate Halloween, and I probably never really will. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel that motivation to help them because I want to help them. I don't want to further myself. Right. And okay. so... I think I think we're opposites on that, right? Because mm-hmm. um, most of the, the system that I've put in place to make myself able to do more work was so that I would have time to do stuff that I actually cared about for yeah. myself, right? Because it's like it's weird, right? Because I have a lot of projects, right? I do a lot of different stuff, but I don't really show it off to people, right? You've never seen any of it. Cause the only thing I, I've seen is your Google Calendar stuff. Yeah. I've never really done it for anybody else other than myself. And it's weird because most of the stuff that I do is like that, right? I just sort of do it for my own self-satisfaction. But even that, even even that, like, it's still hard for me to to just buckle down and do do stuff. Sometimes it's weird. Yeah. I I have never struggled with doing something as long as doing that something helps somebody. Mm-hmm. Never. I can never, ever, ever remi- remember a time when I can consciously recognize the fact that doing this thing will help somebody and I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. It could be for somebody I really dislike. I just know that that motivation is that I can help to be a difference. Mm-hmm. And I can help somebody whether I consciously know that I'm helping them or not. You know? Right. Your, and, your motivations and, come from being very, very selfless. I wouldn't say that, though, because I don't feel selfless. In fact, yeah. I feel quite selfish. Right, but everybody is a spectator to their own actions and not anybody else. So everybody feels something, right? Yeah. And I, I, I don't know why I feel this way. Mm-hmm. I, and the interesting thing is I know my parents feel this way and my brothers feel this way. Mm-hmm. It pretty much runs in my family. Interesting. That I bleed for other people. Mm-hmm. And that concept is weird to me. Because, you know, even though I'm 17, a large portion of my life has been devoted to myself and working on stuff that I think will help myself. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I, I am realizing more that, you know, maybe, you know, stuff that I pay, like getting paid a lot of work, a money yeah. for stuff I do, doesn't really matter to me and and you know a bunch of other stuff like that where you know maybe i don't need to go out and do this because you know maybe i don't want to go out and you know go to an eight-year college program because you know 
I'll get paid in, you know, slightly better amount of money. Well, not slightly better, because if I'm going to school for most things for eight years, I'm probably going to a field that will probably pay me, right? you know, for that eight years. Money has never been a, a consideration for me either in terms of, like, I don't really care, right? I feel like whatever I end up doing, if I enjoy it, even if I get paid literally nothing, I'll find a way to make it work and still enjoy doing the things that I do. Which is interesting to me because we both feel that way. Mm-hmm. If something's but, fun, I'll do it. But we have, well, yeah, of course, if something's fun, I'll do it, right? But, but so it, that something fun could be boring. Right. Right? Because I will gladly clean a room if I'm getting to do it with my friends. I actually like or, doing it by myself. Well, I, I, I think everybody secretly enjoys cleaning. It's just nobody wants to do it. Yeah. Um. I, <laughs> hooray cleaning. No. Um. I, I think that for me, like, you know, robotics isn't fun. Yeah. Working on robotics isn't fun, but I have fun doing it. It's hard. It's weird. Because... It's hard and it's frustrating and it, mm. it gets me riled up, but I'll it, do it because it's giving me some level of fun and it gives me some level of drive. It's interesting. It's different, right? Yeah, it it breaks up apart the, you know, boringness of usual life, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Right. And so, to me, when I when I think about that. When I think about what drives me, mm-hmm. I find it harder to focus on the school stuff. The stuff that you that you don't find fun. Yeah. Because the more I think about it, the less I think that, you know, I'll end up doing something that actually requires, you know, that stuff. Mm-hmm. So what... What matters to me more is building bonds with people and and getting to understand them and being a good friend when people need me, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, and so, I end up just in this position again, where I know what is set out for me, and I know what I want to do, and I know what I need to do. Right. But it's. So hard to actually put it into action. Easier yeah. said than done. Yeah. Um. I just, I I don't know. I I would. At the end of the day, if I could figure out a way to relate, doing something that I don't enjoy to helping somebody, I would probably do it. Right. But that's not possible. There's no way I can justify, you know, unless I'm helping my teacher get rid of the anxiety that I cause. I'm not helping somebody. Right. Because I can only imagine what having me in a class is like. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's that's interesting. Because I feel like if you were able to 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 motivate yourself to do things it's probably not as extreme as you're explaining it, but do things for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. 
I feel like you would be able to really work well. But, like, the thing is, I don't want to motivate myself to do things for myself. Like, realistically, I can figure out a way that, you know, I could set up a system of reward for myself. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to. That that idea, I don't want to follow through with. Mm. Because it doesn't matter to me. Like... Right working for myself doesn't matter to me. Like, obviously, I'll do stuff like, you know, I'll work because I need money and stuff. Mm-hmm. But doing something besides that, the, the the main reason I work to get money is so I can spend money doing stuff that I'll do with friends. Right. You know, like, going... That, that, seems, sort of, that seems sort of, like, uh, amorphous, though, right? Like, oh, I'll get money things so so that i can spend it with friends and enjoy that that's like not a problem right oh yeah i I don't know because i have pretty distinct like projects and goals that i want to achieve and things that i want to accomplish like in in general like i don't really have like an an overall deadline of when i want to do certain things but Mm -hmm. like I know that it's always like in the back of my head, something that I want to do, right? And it's interesting because like obviously like I I don't know how many I don't know how many like things that you do that you really want to, to overall strive for to do. Like sort of like a bucket list, but not not as like superfluous as that. Mm. I I I don't have something I want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a phrase um, that I, I, I kind of, a core tenant, you know? So no. it's just, it's one thing. You don't know, you said. No, I don't. I have, I've decided that there's one thing I will always live by. Mm-hmm. And as, so long as I can relate living by that back to what I'm doing, I know what I'm doing is honest and worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I live by the phrase, make the difference. Right. Um, so, you know, in my head, if I'm going to an event for robotics and I'm doing something there i have to make the difference i have the possibility of maybe helping some kid realize that they're really interested in robotics and they you know that's what they want to do in life you can do something life-changing to somebody yeah or you know if i'm at church and i'm working on a system that you know will help somebody just even if it's something as stupid as making taking attendance easier Mm-hmm. you know that system thing. yeah that system could you know possibly help somebody you know regardless of of belief or whatever maybe that system has somebody actually get in contact and they make a a, a social interaction that will save their life you know mm-hmm. in the you know 
maybe they were on the outskirts of something mindset right so to me it's i'm i i don't want to do stuff for myself right i honestly don't um because to me doing stuff for myself is selfish and it makes me feel worse right that that that's i'm pretty much exactly the opposite obviously as we've figured out i guess because I, I i don't know i don't really know where it came from right but like i have certain things that i want to do and and may, maybe maybe like the because they're mostly things that involve creating things right so you know in my head i want to 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 make a game right and mm-hmm. i want to maybe like I don't know write a song or something or make a song i don't know compose something and in my head i i want to um in my head i want to like just make stuff for mm-hmm. like like my custom to-do list app right mm-hmm. that will have every feature imaginable that i would want ever right and it's it's sort of that i guess overarching thing that you want to work on that it's always pretty much everything's been in perspective of the things that i wanted to do right so oh i really don't want to be chinese but i know that if i do then i don't have to worry about it so i'll free up time to work on the projects that i care about Mm-hmm. And putting it into that perspective, I think that's where most of my ability to do stuff comes from. It's because I'm constantly putting it in the perspective of if I do it now, then I'll I won't have to worry. It's it'll be out of my mind. It'll it won't be a point of anxiety in my head. I don't have to care about it. I don't have to think about it anymore. Mm. I I Hmm. right because like because it's it's sort of a thing right because like it's sort of like what hobbies do you have right like what what is a skill it could be like drawing or something or painting or playing an instrument something that you are doing but you have a very distinct idea of where you want to be like i wanted to learn how to play the violin i just don't have time mm-hmm. for it and i'd rather do other things but i wanted to play the violin and what motivated me to learn as much as i did which wasn't actually that much but whatever uh was that i wanted to play specific songs right and i knew that i did not have the level of technical skill required to do that and everything that i did that was related to playing the violin was in perspective of i just want to play those specific songs and uh, like like you know i like making art and stuff right i like mm-hmm. using adobe illustrator to do stuff um and everything that i do is in perspective of there is a specific 
thing or there are a group of specific ideas in my head that I want to create. I want to do these very, very specific things that I know that I don't have the skill set for now, but I everything that I do in, in that field of making digital art is in perspective of that. And it's the same thing with making a game, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm pretty sure that that's what drives me the most. That's interesting. Because I don't think the same way at all. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. Because uh, I think the, the most close comparison I can make is that, like, so I, I'm in the process of learning the guitar. Like, I'm teaching myself how to play the guitar. Right. And my motivation for learning the guitar isn't that, like, I want to learn how to play the guitar. It's that I want to play the guitar in certain situations, like mm-hmm. at my church or something. Or, oh, yeah. you know. I mean, I mean like... Obviously, like, as as somebody that comes from an Asian family, right? I obviously had piano lessons. Um, whatever. So, like, there are many times where I see a piano, and I'm like, man, with enough practice, and I guess recklessness—not really recklessness, like, uh, with enough courage. I could just go up like 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 the 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 piano that's in the the media center, right? Like, I've always thought that well, if I had the skill and the the technique that I needed, and I was confident in that, then I could totally just go up there and and just play it, right? And I wouldn't even care about what other people think because I'm doing it, and it it, it would be enjoyable. So I definitely understand like wanting to like learn an instrument or whatever skill to to use in a specific situation. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of maybe something I've done for just me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what 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 do you aspire to to? Well, I guess okay. What do you aspire to be like? Like, as of now, it doesn't even have to be something that you'll actually end up doing in the future. Like, oh, I've decided 100% this is what I'm going to do. What do you think that you're going to do now? I don't know what I want to be, but I know what type of person I want to be. Right. So I... I, I, Okay. You you go, sorry. I'm interrupting. So... Because I, I obviously, like, I want to be a software developer, right? I actually have a surprisingly strong, like, ideal that I want to be like some sort of software developer for some company. But that's not a thing that I want to do. Like, that's, that's not the only thing that I want to do, right? You want to do that forever. Not, not really, because if I enjoy it, I mean, obviously, if I have it for a job, I'll do that forever, pretty much. It's more like, that's not the only thing that I want to do, right? I want to be able to have different things. Like, I want to have the time, have used the time in high school to develop the skills in art or in game making or in violin playing 
that will carry me that, that will be carried into my future so even if i'm a software developer i'm still able to to do that stuff mm. i don't really have a good example but that's sort of like because like i know that if i really try hard i could be a, a a software developer like right now like i could just hardcore just learn as much as i can and do that but i don't want to do that partially because it's work but i want to do other things like things that i think that are hobbies and not necessarily a career because i think that having that variety of stuff to do is more beneficial in the long run than being a hardcore software developer and only a hardcore software developer i because hmm. i don't have an aspiration for what i, I want to be mm -hmm. because so i i i should note this um i come from a, a religious background slash religious family um we're, we're christian um right and and i believe obviously i believe in it as well in christianity <laughs> i don't believe in it um but so to me what, what what's interesting to me is um i come from a family of people that are just pastors like mm -hmm. inexplicably we've ended up just being pastors my dad's a pastor my grandpa was a pastor my great-grandfather was a pastor my brother's a pastor my mm -hmm. aunt's a my aunt's uh a lead musician at her church my my other aunt and my uncle are a pastor um mm -hmm. you know it just is a thing that's a part of my family and has always been and i can't remember a time when i wasn't in this life mm -hmm. um and, and so what what's interesting to me is for a long time well so because of just the way it is i grew up with a lot of my time being spent in a church and being spent mm -hmm. you know yeah there were a lot of times when i wouldn't just i would end up you know because my my parents are adult pastors so i would end up being you know at church and i would be by myself and i would just be playing on my ds or reading a book mm -hmm. or, or something like that and so for a long time i kind of resented that in a way so um and it wasn't that like you know I I think I I got into a mindset where because I was so frustrated with this um I I just ended up like distancing myself. Mm. So like I said like it, it's it's been told um it, I've been told since I was a little kid that I was going to be a pastor and that I was going to end up at right. a church somewhere. Mm -hmm. it's just something i've always had to live with like you know mm -hmm. the, the you know family friends that i don't really know that well will just walk up and be like well 
can't wait to see you do this, blah, 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 blah. Hmm. And, and there was one of the weirdest and most cathartic experiences in my life in which my grandma, my grandma had been, we were at church, I think, and um, I was, it was at a service or something, and afterwards, like, no context, my grandma walked up to me and said, hey, you're going to be, you're going to do something great in the church, and I'm not going to live to see it. Mm. Um, and, and so that mindset has always been a part of my life. And I think that's where my idea of motivation comes from. That was, that's your perspective. Yeah. And, and I don't, and it's not that, you know, because I, I don't think that even if I wasn't, you know, if I hadn't grown up in the church, I wouldn't be like this. But what I, I think the root of it is, is that this is just the type of person I was raised to be. Mm-hmm. I was raised to be helpful and I was raised to be joyous in being helpful. That's mm-hmm. something always my parents would say. Right. That you you're here to if you're here to do something make sure that you're not doing that thing for unjust reasons Mm -hmm. so to me what inspires me and what i aspire to be like is to be like my parents Mm. to help and and to to find a way to help somebody so at the end of the day, I don't know what necessarily that means. Right. Because it could mean nothing. Because you, you were just raised with it as an idea. Yeah. Right. And it didn't even have to mean anything. You gave it meaning, even if you didn't think about it. So what what ends up happening in my head, though, is I, there, if say i went down this path and i i pursued maybe working in a church or something or maybe not even working in a church just maybe working in you know like a a non-for-profit or something this is a very specific life and the way it goes is very specific Mm -hmm. and i know how specific it is because i've lived it you know right the 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 idea that you know there there have been times where you just you don't want to you 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 don't want to do something because at the end of the day the the thought like perfect example um Last week, uh, there was a vacation Bible school at my church, mm-hmm. um, it, which is just pretty much just um, like a bunch of little kids come in and they, they hang out. Um, and the Friday of that week, I had been uh, – pretty much the plan was that we did the, the VBS, and then from there we would do a lock-in um, Mm-hmm. So I would pretty much have no opportunity to sleep at all that day. Um, and I, th- there was a brief moment where I 
didn't want to do that. I didn't want to work and I didn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I thought about how, like, how much easier it would be to just not do anything. Right. Right. But in a way, I, I, I thought about that. Not in a way. I, I thought about that it's the the concept another thing is that um i have a lot of family that are teachers which is funny to me because i i just think that those two go in hand hand in hand um but what's interesting to me is that it wasn't that like you know i i I was like, you know what? I need to work because this is bigger than me or something like that. Mm-hmm. I I just thought that maybe there's a chance that me being here and that me putting on a smiling face and talking to some kid helps them in some way. Right. You know, that, you know, maybe I say hi to somebody or, you know, maybe, you know, I, I go and play a game with somebody and that helps them in some way. Mm-hmm. And almost immediately, I found the will to work. Right. Which is something I would probably never be able to do if I was just working on something from school. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Because um, pretty much, like, uh, when I when I grew up, and, like, as, as a child growing up, like, my parents weren't really, like, uh, too forceful of like a profession or something that I that they wanted me to do, right? Um, because most of the time they would ask me, "Oh, well, what do you want to do in the future?" And then I would say, "I don't know," right? Mm-hmm. And then that would pretty much just be it. Um, so it's kind of weird because I guess now I uh, probably probably around a uh, sophomore in between sophomore and junior year maybe where I really maybe at the start of high school where I really definitively decided for myself what I wanted to do as as a as a a freshman in high school and not as a small child that was told that they wanted to be a specific thing or told that they should be a specific thing by their parents or by their relatives right even um even even my my like my grandparents and my relatives outside of my family um they didn't really have any specific like thing that they wanted me to do right so it was pretty much just it was it was just me and i had to make that decision yeah. and i guess socially Right. Growing up, I never really, because obviously you spend a lot of time around church, um, mm-hmm. from what I yeah. hear. Yeah, a and, lot of time. Like, it, it was kind of interesting, because, uh, and it sort of has to, okay, so when, when I was born, and before I could go to school, like my sister, so I was pretty young, right? 
and for some reason I still remember this, right? Um, my mom would work night shifts so that um, while my dad worked, somebody could stay home and look after me, right? Uh, so she worked night shifts so that she could be here in the day for me. And she would usually, like, I guess she would have to sleep a lot because she wouldn't be sleeping during the night. She's a nurse. That probably puts mm -hmm. things in a lot more context. Um, so uh, I, it was pretty much, I was just pretty much just by myself because my mom would be sleeping and then uh, my sister would be at school. So I wouldn't have anybody to really like interact with, right? So it would pretty much just be myself and a bunch of random stuff that I would try to entertain myself with for the whatever seven hours until my sister got home or whatever mm -hmm. and then um because she was like whatever like seven at the time and i was like three or something um mm -hmm. so i don't know because it, it, it's it's a radically different environment for growing up and obviously that wasn't my entire childhood uh but i guess it was just that key couple of years or like instances that like I guess really affects who you are and how you turn out to be right so I'm usually a more like I usually keep to myself more than compa like compared to you right yeah which is re really interesting because I guess I guess that would that would make me more motivated by factors that would affect me more because at, at a very young at a very young age that's pretty much all that I thought about right I didn't think about other people because there weren't really other people to interact with too much right so yeah I guess that's sort of like a, a pretty definitive route to what to to why I'm motivated with the things that I am.